0: Chats with an expat. I'm Lacey, an expat. I want to talk a little bit about daily bookends, and these are the things that are already happening in your life. Um, They are the way you wake up in the morning, how you get out the door, or unwinding before bed. How do you go to sleep at night? We learned at a training that we went to right before we moved to Japan that these daily bookend pieces can be so critical for a family, especially for kids. Although I have learned recently that the things people say are important for kids or good for kids' growth, those are also true for adults. So anything where they say, this is good for a kid, I've like come to realize I probably need that too. And this is so true for these daily bookends. Whenever we moved from America to Japan, there was this six-month period where we lived with the in-laws and then we moved to Colorado for a month and then back with the in-laws and then we moved to Japan to an Airbnb and then we got switched to a different place and then we finally found our our apartment that we were going to be living in for the next couple of years and so it was a pretty big window especially whenever my son was one so at that point it was like a third of his life was totally uprooted and so my husband and I really wanted to think deeply about how can we make our kids f- have this sense of home and stability when their physical structure around them is not consistent at all. And so we developed some daily routines and some weekly ru- routines that were gold. And I'll talk about weekly routines another time. But, man, these daily routines have just been a total game-changer for us. Um, We've been working on them for about three years now, I would say. We're coming up on our third anniversary in Japan, and we started these a few months before we moved to Japan. They've just been really great. Before I share any of those with you, I do want to make sure we are all on the same page that my family's routines and rhythms cannot and should not be your family's routines and rhythms. For a while, my kids were going to bed around 6.30, and one of my best friends, she would put her kids to bed around 11. Their dad didn't get home from work until like 9 o'clock every night, and so if her kids were going to see their dad, they needed to be awake at that time of night. It was the only time of day where they were going to get to see him, and I thought it was so wise to adjust her kids' bedtime so that they could see their dad. But for my family, if we tried to fall asleep at 11 p.m., that would be we would all be asleep on the couches anyway by about 9:30 no matter what, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um so that wouldn't work for us to try and do that. But she was looking for ways and I was looking for ways to to create A base level in our home where life could grow uh, and flourish. So, I probably won't get into too many details today because I tried to record this podcast already and it was like 30 minutes. So, I'm going to try again to keep it in my little 10 minute time frame that I love. But basically, we've got our morning bookends and our evening bookends. So, morning, how do you wake up? How do you get ready? How do you get out the door? Evening, how do you do dinner time? how do you do bedtime prep, and how do you do pre-sleep time? So there's kind of three categories in each chunk. So with our morning bookends, we wake up, in our family, we wake up and we say, good morning, I love you. And this is because I'm cranky, and so the things that I say in the morning don't come out very nice. (laughs) Ask my mom, ask my husband. They will tell you with great tenderness that I have no tenderness in the mornings, okay? So if I say good morning, I love you though, then at least I'm saying something that says I'm not a crazy monster. And I think that's really helpful. Our family eats breakfast together, the kids get dressed and then brush their teeth, and then after that, if there's time left, then they get to play. And this is the biggest part of their morning routine that they cherish, they really want to be able to play before they go to school in the mornings and so if there's a lot of time sometimes they get to play for 30 minutes or so and sometimes we're behind and I have to choose to set a three minute timer even if it's going to make us a little bit later than I want to be but I set a little timer so that they can know that they had even just a second to get to play in the morning. It's so important to them and I really want to help them Find ways to keep that in their morning routine. Then we get out the door. I have very many opinions about this, and I can't go into it now, but we start heading towards the door about 30 minutes before I actually want to get out the door. I read a book called The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I cannot recommend it highly enough. It is so good. It has changed the way that we do The getting out the door process. But what that really looks like, socks and shoes, we sing a song and we pray. That's how we leave our house. And this morning bookend has been in our family now for probably about two years because that's how long my kids have been going to school. Starting in a couple months, my kids are going to be going to different schools and leaving at different times. And so I'm not sure what this is going to look like, you know, come April even. I think it's going to have to change a little bit. Okay, so that's a little bit about the morning bookend. And then we have the evening bookend. What is dinner? What is bed prep? What does pre-sleep look like? So for us in our family, we eat dinner together. I cook the dinner. Sometimes my kids try and help cook dinner. Um, and they're getting bigger and bigger, so that's starting to be able to take place. But the kids and my husband often set the table and then we all eat dinner together. After dinner, we do bath time, by that point, it's it's bedtime. So the bed prep and the pre-sleep sections are really close together for us. Bath time, brush teeth, and then we're in the pre-sleep section. How do we unwind from the day and get our bodies and our minds slowing down for the evening to start to sleep? So we actually read two stories. One is kind of any story the kids want to read out of their miniature library and then the second one is a bible story we sing a couple of songs and we pray and that's how we end our day and I did not realize how important this was for my kids until there were some times where we had to maybe miss part of our bedtime routine or we didn't do part of our morning routine and they would say oh I know it's so late and we're so tired, but we have to read and sing our songs or, oh my gosh, we forgot to sing our song this morning before we left. And so we'll like stop at the train station and sing our song. But all of those moments where they say, oh, we forgot to do our thing, I think are so meaningful and impactful because I want my kids to know that as a family, there are things that we just do together want them to know that there is a base, that there is a place for for them to be. And I think I got that from my, my parents who would always over and over and over tell me, if you ever need help, if you ever need anything, if you are ever in trouble, if you, no matter the situation, they were just very clear with me that there's a home base where I could be. And I want my kids to have that same thing too. So daily bookends oh boy i did not realize i had so much to say about this but um, i'll save that for next time maybe if you don't have daily bookends i would encourage you to just start by writing down what do you normally do when you first wake up and what do you normally do to get out the door what do you already do in the evenings when you get ready for bed and that's kind of point a and then i'd encourage you to write down point b What do you want to do when you wake up? How do you want to get out the door? How do you want to go to bed? And there's probably a big gap between point A and point B. I would not recommend trying to jump all the way to point B yet, but I would look at something in your A section of the way things currently are and see which of these things can I move one step in the direction of point B. Not all the way to point B yet maybe, but just one step closer. I hope that's really helpful. I can't wait to hear how this goes for you. Would you please let me know maybe via social media on Instagram? I'm at Lacey Jane White. I'll leave a link in the description of this show. So please reach out and tell me how it goes. Did you know that hosting a podcast costs money? It's not much, but it does add up. So I'm looking for five people who can commit to $3 a month or more over on my Patreon site. With each level of monthly membership, there's a special bonus to say thank you. The link is in the show notes to go on over to Patreon and support there. Thank you for listening to Bike Chats with an Expat. I'm Lacey, an expat. I live in Japan with my husband and two kids. When we first moved here, I would use my short morning commute on my bicycle to call friends and family back home. It was so good for my soul and now I want to share that time with you, but maybe not on my bike because that's a little windy. Bless the souls and the ears of the folks that I called all those mornings. (laughs) All right, I'll see you next time.